The I Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids. If you were a No Limit Soldier, then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, In Vogue, Shy, or Voiced Men at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. The I Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B, this is the show for you. If you don't understand the the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched, this is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. All right, welcome to another edition of Everyone Needs an Aquarius. We are finally back. Once again, we back, not finally, we right back again. So people who wanted to see that. us, uh, hear from us. Uh, there are some comments for you uh, from the last episode, Dom. Um, what did I do now? I, I, I screenshot like, it to you. I feel like it's always, hold on. You know, I feel like, and I feel like every time you send them to me, I be in the middle of doing something and I'm like, okay, I got to circle back. Hold on. And, um, I'm going to pull it up. Hold up. Somebody said that this uh, oh shout out to everybody like commenting and tripping off of the clip about the woman like that ki uh, killed her uh, boyfriend slash husband dude. People was really like why like everybody was like hold on what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hold on. So comment is all right. It's not on. the one you sent me about the person that was like this one more one and yeah that's man it. Killed. That's it. Maybe those women aren't weren't up to par, and he was trying to figure out how to get out. I would not want an innocent man killed because <laughs> that because the man is not innocent. Like I took you on the journey of the situation. There's nothing innocent about that, and sometimes I'm gonna defend him. He is innocent. He's not innocent. I, I could get a nice <laughs> ass whooping. I can. I deserve maybe a nice ass kicking. But I don't deserve to die. Or you could, you could, you deserve to be upfront. He wasn't upfront about his shit. So I mean, and maybe he was honest with the third chick, <laughs> but he definitely wasn't honest with the wife nor the girlfriend that took him out. That's all I'm saying. You know, sometimes I think men think that. So okay, what if this had happened the opposite way? This was a woman that was cheating on her dude. And he killed her. It'd be like, oh, the toxicity. This man don't know how to hold his emotions. You know, blah, blah, blah. Let's just, I'm just saying, because it's happened. This Stuff like it, that has happened. It happens every other day, Lewis, which is really, really sad. Uh, but I will say that I believe, yes, but there are, I feel, I believe that there are more, more men harming women. 
Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm, no you are 100% on that. So I'm just I saying that she's in the wrong 100% is what I'm saying. Oh, she was in the wrong, but I'm not saying the dude was right. I didn't, I, I'm not saying that he deserved to die, but I think that people have to be upfront and honest about what they're doing. Because when you're honest and when, and when you're honest, okay, if somebody still wants to enter that space, that's on them. But when you don't tell somebody the truth, you take my away my right to like make a decision. And I hate when people do that. It I drives mean, me insane. When we go to DMV, they take away my right to decision all the time by sending me into two different lines. I don't get to kill nobody though. You should have made an appointment. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I'm, no I'm not saying that I would have an innocent person killed because that's just i mean no i i think to put that much energy even to go that route like some the guy might not be that innocent but i'm not i'm i don't kill people so let's jump in our topics um that was one of our main listeners they uh she get he gives harlem problems on commentary mr manny simpson he's uh he's just an angry guy in general you know he is who manny, don't be angry <laughs> love try love try he, he's love. A, uh you should see how he come at doja in the comments <laughs> oh everybody come at doja though everybody come at doja it's 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 like it's easy he an easy target so he gotta figure out how to be able to we gotta teach doja how to jump we gotta think it's like we gotta teach doja to be super quick on his feet I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, and not letting like, that stuff get get him caught during the headlights. Yeah, yeah, because he that's that's what happens. And then you know, Doja sometimes be a little uh, emotional, more emotional, and, and 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 that's not a bad thing. I love that men are, and you know that, and that men are trying to be more in tune with their feelings and emotions. But you know, hey, so let's get into our topics. All right, um, shout to Van Layton, and I got the other sisters. Doja not gonna come to me, bro. The who? <laughs> I said, I said, uh, Van Lathan and uh, what's the other sister? Now, Rachel, what is her last name? From the Higher uh, Learning Podcast. Not Rachel Lindsay? No. Rachel Rachel Lindsay, Lindsay. Yes. They have the Higher Learning Podcast, uh, dope yeah. podcast. I, uh, check it out from time to time. And oh, Van Lathan uh, comes with a super hot take that I had to sit and think on for a minute. As soon as you send it to me, I go, I wanted to immediately say no. But then I had to sit and think about it. And he said, is Brandy and Ray J, Brand no, he didn't say is. He made he a statement. <laughs> Brandy and Ray J are this generation's Michael and Jen. So I sent that clip to you because we did an episode of Whiskey Sour called uh, The Miseducation of Ray J. Right. Uh, and me and, and uh, Blake were on there. Uh, we always, I always talk about how Ray J comes back into the scene. It's like Ray J don't bother nobody. And then somebody has a hot take about Ray J. You know, like if you really think about it, Ray J really don't do too much. In hindsight, like we don't have any love in hip hop. We don't have any answers to go off of. So Ray J kind of actually has been low key for like a minute. And I'm not going to give them, I'm not going to say that Ray J and Brandy are Michael Jackson and um, Janet because that would put them in another realm. 
And I don't think now vocally, Brandy is there, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it's the same thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that because I mean there's a different time when we think about just even to even be on that level without the realm of social media is different. I don't think, I don't think that, and even when I think about their relationship, and I know that there are highs and lows and, and different things that happen, but I don't, I don't, that's a, that's a huge comparison. And I'm not, and I'm not necessarily sure. And, and I'm, and I'm a Brandy fan, and I'm a Ray J fan. You know, I'm here. I'm always here. I love when like Ray J pops up on Love and Hip Hop because I don't know what I'm gonna get. You know, we care about the Scooty Bike and, and Raycons. Like I can't. I mean, that is one of the most amazing career. He is one of the most amazing career arts. In it, yeah, it, it really is. And he's an interesting. He's an interesting being. But to put them up there. But I guess he's saying for this generation now. If he if he's saying for this generation, not saying they're direct parallel. I'm hope I'm trying to give him some breathing room here. But for this generation, I can see them saying a brother and sister team being as successful. Okay. That's what I mean. That's why that's why I took it as like okay, I get it. Um. Okay. Yes. And see, I, and I think the difference is, is what I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking like globally. And I feel like black people, I feel like we only care about Brandy and Ray J and like the, the white people that like maybe listen to the, watch the Kardashian shit. Cause I feel like Ray J has been coming up a lot again with that. Well, he's telling me, he's going to talk about suing Kim. He should. I'm not trying to be, fun. you know what? I, I'm not trying to be funny. Ray J, get your money. Do what you have to do. <laughs> because even this whole thing, like, oh, Kanye, we got this. I'm just sick of these hoes. Like I'm sick of it. And, 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 and part of me is mad at black people because we've allowed them to remain relevant in our space. They have taken up too much space and I'm over it. I am so over it. It was cute for a period of time, but like this shit, uh, I am just, I don't have to see Kanye West, any of them Kardashians, any bitches that he fucking, any niggas she fucking. I wish there was a way that I could like alter my Instagram, how you can like, you can mute images and like how you can mute words on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I wish that was a thing for Instagram. And I would, I would, I would. Can you mute, you can mute hashtags, right? I think. You can mute hashtags, but that still doesn't mean that that's not going to come up on your feed. Yeah. So I want to be able, okay, you don't want to see an image of this person. I would I would come up with every variation that there <laughs> is. But Kim be looking like looking like 50 different people sometimes. Like I'll see a picture of like that's Kim. I just can't. I just I just I just want it gone. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think I think like I think they are definitely black um royalty. And I was thinking about like from a global standpoint. So I guess from black royalty standpoint, then absolutely, because also it's not really many siblings, at least that are currently active, that we're aware of. Or, or, or that we could even compare that to. So yes, and I would say in the case of that, then yes. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of some other big time siblings. 
All I could think of is Beyonce and Solange. That's yeah. all I have because I don't know who else would be with. Would... I mean, I know, I'm going to say one set. They're not as popular in the States, but they're super popular. Another Jackson set, 3T. 3T is big no. in Europe. Oh, so I ran into Todd. No, you no, didn't run into And when you were in Paris? No, not in Paris. Uh, when I worked at Sex. Oh, I wasn't like, so, dude, your pair of shoes off the chain. <laughs> no, I was hoping that this nigga was going to buy some shoes, but he bought a gift card. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, uh, TJ. And he was like, you know me. And I'm like, boy, my sister and I, we loved 3T. And the other day, it's funny because like, I was like, man, they had this song. Like, okay, so their first single here, Anything. Anything is the shit. Single. And there's like this remix that they have on the single. And it's like, it's not on Spotify, and I'm so mad. And I'm like, I'll send, I got the MP3. I'll send it to you. You know which one I'm talking about? Which yes, remix? I do. Yes, I do. Yep. And low key, I was so excited, and I was like, he was like, oh my god, like I, I ran up here, like I've been trying to lose this weight. I was like, boy, you look fine. So what can I do for you? But I was so excited. I was like, this is probably the closest to Michael Jackson and Janet I'll ever get. I mean, by the time Michael had already passed, but yeah. Um, and then I met Jermaine. Uh, don't, don't get me started on him. That hair? No, he's just a disp despicable human being too. <sighs> we know. The dude has a set of kids that he took his brother's girlfriend, Randy's. Yep. Had two kids with her. So there's a set, four sets of Jacksons that are cousins and brothers and sisters. Yep. If that ain't a dirt. And if you read the story about how it happened, just a dirt, dirty. I don't even know. You know, like I said, he. <laughs> it's okay. You know. Mm -mm. And, and then, I mean, because 3T is big, man. Like. Yeah, but they're not big. I know, I know, I know but like... the single overseas. And I only know this because, again, I was looking for that single. Yeah, they're big overseas, man. And I, I, I think one of the, the dopest Michael songs of that era, period, was him and 3T, Why? Why does a Monday... Hey, that song is a beautiful-ass song. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you know 3T. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, so excited. And then they had the little sexy song, Tease Me, was my joint, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm totally having a fangirl moment right now. Oh my gosh. Like, I love 3T. Like, the 3T was the shit, man. I'm a Jackson fan. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, I thoroughly, I wanted the niggas to win so bad. Man, but it was, they were going through a lot because their mother got killed at that same time. Yeah, she had gotten killed right before they dropped by her ex-boyfriend. Well, no, her boyfriend. I, I thought he was an ex. I thought no, that... They, that was in his crib. They was messing around. They was both butt naked. Oh, shit. I thought that it was... I thought no. she got killed by ex-boyfriend. No, that was... They I were both the butt naked killed... and drunk. And he supposedly beat her up and drowned her. Shit. I... Okay. Woo. People was just so fucking cruel. Yeah, and, and I mean, it was just a lot of crazy. I mean, that was like a month before the album dropped, she dies. Damn. So I don't know. I mean, I know. I mean, they were into it, 
but that's I mean do you ain't what are you really going on a promo run for real for your album and your mom just got killed yeah I mean I get it I get it but I thought I thought like the timeline I thought it was like a longer like a wider timeline mm -hmm. so. it's a month a month or two yeah before the album dropped you, you were a fan of 3T because you knew it. I'm a I fan of the Jacksons overall I yeah. love the Jacksons I love yeah. the Jacksons period I mean I, I got Centipede, you know what I'm saying, with Reby. With Reby? Reby, Centipede. It don't, I don't like that song that much, but, you know, for the contextualization of it, you know, I got that. And Jermaine Dudes has some nice tracks. Don't Take It Personal is the best ready? song to break up with a chick to outside of Daniel Jones, Where I Want to Be. Didn't he, didn't he have a diss track to Michael? Yes, he did. Okay. Yes, he did. Smoking that dope. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Every time I, when I heard that, I was like, because Jermaine thought he was going to be Mike. He, this yeah. whole life, he was like, because you got to think, I went solo first, so I should be blowing up first, right? No, sir. You got Tresbanton. <laughs> yes, you got <laughs> That Ralph Tresbanton, boy. But you know, it's, it's funny because, like, I think uh, uh, a lot of people love Tito. Uh, Tito's my favorite Jackson outside of Janet and Michael. Yeah, I'm like, a lot of people love Tito. I had a cousin that was named after uh, Tito, named Toriano. So, uh, Tito is just a regular dude. Tito, Tito is a regular guy, but I'm like, a lot of people are like, I love Tito. You know, I'm like, really? And that's how, but that's how, that, like I said, like, that's how my cousin had gotten his name. So I was like, oh, wow. So it, it's, it's interesting. I love the Jackson. You know, I think that, Losing Michael, you know, for us, you know, and, and for the world period, it was it was just like, you felt like you lost a relative, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that black people, we don't have, we have so many different people that we kind of look up to, but, and, and they kind of, you know, kind of like fall off. But when we lose people at like, you know, Michael being like 50, and it's still and then Prince different. right after that. Yeah, and then and and and, and Whitney Houston and you know it, it's interesting to is is because we I feel like we hold our icons like so near and dear, and it's hard for us to you know we relate like you know for our parents to grow up with them, and for us to be able to grow up and still experience them. Um. That was that was a tough one. That was yeah. really tough. But you know, losing Lu Luther Vandross is still very tough for me. And Luther been dead like twenty years now. The crazy thing is, I was I was in LA working, and I had tickets. It was Luther Vandross, and I believe the Jaheem was opening it for him, or somebody like that. He got sick three weeks before that. They was like. They're, they're gonna postpone the shows. Mm. They, they kept they kept our tickets for a year and a half because they kept postponing the tickets. And then at one point they was like, he's never gonna do any more shows. And then he died like maybe like six seven months after that. So it like took two years for them to officially damn. say like this concert is not coming back. Damn, damn. I never got to see him live. Man, I, I that was one of the people that I always wanted to see. You know, like Luther Vandross. Uh, I think Anita Baker is. She had a show in Phoenix, so I think she's going to go on tour again. I know she's supposed to have- I saw her in Chicago. 
I'm going to see Anita Baker. I even if I have to go by myself, I'm going and um and get oh and sidebar and guess who is sitting in the row right in front of me going crazy randomly, Faith Evans and Jesse Jackson. Wow. Not together, but like they were sitting in the same row. Just I, randomly. I don't even, in Chicago, in the I suburbs. love, I love, okay, I just want to say this. You love Jesse Jackson? Anita Baker. <laughs> oh, Anita is dope. Anita's dope. Anita now, Sade or Anita? Woo! Hey, that would be the verses of all verses. No, I'm that, dead that, ass. I would pay $50 for that pay-per-view. Should I pay $100 for that? You know what? You go ahead and go ahead and put me up for $100 even. I was like I'm I'm not going to lie. Uh but I would that's something I would want to experience in in person. And those um, things be $1000 a pop. And, and <laughs> I, I'm still mad that I didn't go when I first moved to LA. It was Sade and Prince at the Staples and I didn't go. So was this was the uh was was it was it was that was that the uh, the Soldier of Love tour? And Prince that showed up or was this an off off show? No, they had they had a show together. Like it was Sade. So it wasn't the tour. It wasn't that Soldiers of Love. The soldier that last tour. I don't think did. it was that. No, 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 no. Um, because they didn't do a whole like a whole like it wasn't like the sixty city tour. I feel like it was like maybe like five or six shows, maybe. Because I think it was the one where Prince kicked Kim Kardashian off the stage. Like he pulled her up, and then I think it was that show. Oh, but right. Anita Baker. Is one like it's just one of a kind. That voice with all my heart. I and think about this: she birthed Tony Braxton's career unofficially because Man. she refused to do those songs for the Boom Boomerang soundtrack. Those must be Anita Baker on those songs on like uh like uh the uh the song the upbeat song with Babyface. Uh, yes, I know what you. Uh, my heart, my heart, yeah. yeah. And then Love Should Have Brought You Home, that was written for Nita Baker. That babyface wrote those for her. You know, it's it's about, you You think about a lot of, we hear that happens in the industry a lot, actually. All the time. Like, uh, the dream. Week, week was written for Charlie Wilson. Wait, that, what was written for Charlie Wilson? SWV's Week was originally Charlie Wilson's song. Well, I tell you what God has <laughs> you just for went, you. Like, hold on. <laughs> what God has for you is for you. Yeah. Because... I think I I was literally I was today I was gonna actually put Anita Baker on and like start like cleaning my house or whatever like dusty, and then I saw that she was gonna have these shows and she has this residency and I was just like I have to see Anita Baker like I have seen Earth Wind and Fire, um you know like live when I went to like no, like Stevie Wonder. All of That's that. So, you know, speak. like, there's certain people I want, and I have to, like, I want to see Anita Baker live so bad. And it's just, like, I, I remember I was too young, and, and this will come up. BT Kingsley has a show coming out called, uh, well, season two, Give Me Five, and we give our top five R&B artists, and you can compete, whatever. And I tell the story about how my mom, I used to love, I love the Body and Soul single. Okay. Okay. And my mom bought me that single. Now my young ass, <laughs> I had no business singing that or knowing what. It was. I just loved Anita. I love Anita Baker's tone. What have you done for me? Yeah. Ooh. 
Anita's. I ain't never, you know what? I don't think I ever loved a nigga have me so heartbroken where I couldn't eat. Now, couldn't I sleep? Maybe. But not eat, she a bitch be and then you listen to something like fairy tales. You like that's a deep song because it's really about a question of a fairy tale, and you like because you when you hear it, it sounds like real lighthearted. Doom, 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 doom. Mm-hmm. You, you you get kind of like in the groove, but then you listen to the lyrics. You like, oh, this is a heartbreak song. This ain't about no like you're giving me a fairy tale. Like no, no more fairy tales. Like I'm mm-hmm. done with you speeding me bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this undenying like love like and I, I I believe that R&B is getting back to that space uh you know where we have artists like you know Lucky Day mm-hmm. and Jess that are really vocally great as well um because uh, we we, we kind of have that emo R&B you know, right now, everybody, you know, girls are the soft spoken. And I'm like, nah, like, give me nah, some. I think on with female RB is trash right now, to be honest. I think men's RB is holding it down better. There's some great female vocals, like Sita Bay is one of my favorites right now. Okay. Um, uh, what's my girl, man? Um, oh, she's got this song. Oh, I'm going to tell you in a second. But, uh, but but I, but I just think that it maybe it's maybe it's the whole summer walker thing that kind of maybe that's what I'm just okay, not, so hold on. Here's the thing. And that, that type of vibe of a summer walker. That's what I'm like that that kind um, of like build is what I'm saying. I'm I, I just don't like that. I, I, I do I enjoy I enjoy my summer walker. I like my toxicity music. Um I do enjoy, you know, her. Um but you know, there are, you know, Victoria some, Monet. That's what I'm thinking. Victoria, yes, Victoria Monet. Monet is the, okay, so her pen game, crazy. No, no, I love Victoria Monet. Like, I love right. Victoria Monet. That like, Jaguar album is cold. Yes. Um, I, you know, I'm not, but I do, th- I do think you're right that there are, um, you know, like men, I, I just, it's it's just certain songs like that I- Masego is dope right now. Yeah, Masego, then, then there's this other guy, his name is L.A., but it's spelled E-L-H-A-E, that's really- Somebody dope. was telling me about him. He's dope, and then- I like Devin Morrison, I don't know if you heard of Devin, Devin Morrison. He's on that song with him, uh, Yams, with him and Masego. Oh, that's who that is, okay. Devin that's Morrison is dope too, yeah. His EP is dope I, too. I will say this, that I- I love Chloe Bailey, and I know a lot of people troll her. They don't like how sexy she is. I just haven't listened to her music. I just, it's just not. It's just she has, not she has, like vocally, you know, her singles are. She has dialed it back, both with the vocals. But I'm waiting for her to give us a single where she really Gives is it. like giving us what because she can give. She can really give. Did you think it's because yeah. she was dating Gunner too, though? You know, I was on Chloe Bailey Live. You said what? You was on Chloe Bailey? Did you ask her about So before uh, he was, I was gun? trying to get it out. I was like, so girl, what's up? Who you dating? Who you, who you loving? Who you want to be playing? And what, did she say Gunner? She didn't say. No, she didn't say. I mean, is uh, Sleepy say uh, Gunner be dressing? What he say like he, like he Robocop? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they broke up. I thought something happened. 
And he's just, and he's just proportioned all bad for a dude. Just <laughs> he, he, I mean, he dressed like a thought. <laughs> he dressed like a thought. Oh, Alex Isley. Oh, Alex Isley's dope. Yes, you know that's uh, um Ernie Isley's daughter. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. Yes, I I like her a lot. And then you know, like Tiana Major is blowing up. Um, and I like Leon Bridges. He's okay. Dope. Yeah. Um. And then it's his sister named Kiana Lede. That's dope too. Oh yeah, I like I like her. It's yes. some good R&B. I take that back. It's some dope female R&B. That was that was a bad take for me saying that. It's a it's a lot of no good because uh, I mean you have to also think too like I mean we have everybody isn't a powerhouse like that. Yeah. So it, you know like everybody not Jasmine Sullivan. Everybody you know ain't. You know, so it, it, everybody, I think that they found their lane. I got somebody that is super dope that you, it takes a minute to get in their voice. Baby Rose. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yes. I don't, it's something about it. I like to sit and clean to it or do some work to some Baby Rose, man. She she sounds like she's 75, but she's 22. She, yeah. I'm like, Baby Rose. And smoking has, cigarettes. 75 year old smoking cigarettes. I'm like, Baby Rose gonna have you in a corner feeling like, like, it's over. Like you. <laughs> but no, it's some good dope R&B icons, man, that I've been like. But since we talk about icons. Uh, Maybe Pink, too. Like when you get, like she can rap and sing. Okay. I mean, I know her mom is, uh, what, Dion Ferris? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> I'm getting old, too, people. I'm old. Look. Uh, people have been telling me about Brent Fires, and I only keep thinking about the song Crew. That's the only song I've heard with him on. Okay, so I am not a Brent Fires fan. Okay, but people keep like, yo. I am not. His voice is too, it's too shaky for me. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. No, I'm like, I'm not. And then you want to know what's the craziest turn of events in that situation? My birthday weekend, my my sisters had came in town and I didn't really want to do anything for real. One, I was going out of the country the following weekend, but it was so much happening. And I really wasn't going to do shit. I could have been in the bed under a pillow. So I go out. I meet to here at the bar that I'm going to go to tonight that we always go to every, even Tuesday. And it's packed. This is a dive bar. It is a speakeasy. It is behind a barbershop. To hear, you know, tells me, oh, you know, they're saying like Brent Fayez is going to pull up. I said, Highland Park? Why? <laughs> like, this, this is already too fucking busy. Who are all these people? We just normally our shit that we turn up and we get our group of people and turn this motherfucker out. Who are all these extras? Next thing you know, Tia's like, yeah, it's too packed. I'm going to leave. I'm like, all right, well, I'm kind of vibing out. Then somebody, this white shit, come over to me. Um, and my sister, they're like, oh, uh, you want to meet Brent Fias? You want to go to his table? You said, said, somebody, 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 you said somebody just sent a white chick over? Well, I guess it was his manager. Or the, 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 it was, hold on, because that's funny. Hold on, pause. You just said somebody sent their white chick over. Like, who's the representative? <laughs> You know, hold, hold like, that thought, everybody. Oh. I, I hope y'all all heard that part of the story. Continue, but that is hilarious. So I'm like, my my sister, my little sister's like, oh, sister, can we go? Please, please, please. I love Burn Fires. And I'm like, really? 
But this like, is a bar, right? This is a bar. So you're telling me you're inviting me over. To, I'm thinking you're just a club now. You're inviting me over to your table. Like this is a bar. And this it is. Oh, I will show you. It's like a. It's this section, like this room within the bar, and it's like a cow, like maybe like two couches, like a coffee table. <laughs> Like the fish tank is in the wall. It's like a, a fake phone. So I'm like, this is my bar. Like you can't yeah. tell, you know. This is my so, hangout spot. This, this is my like club. I'm like, y'all doing too much. So we go. And so I end up kicking it like all night over at Fires. And I was not pressed at all. Like, and, look, and you didn't even know his goddamn music. <laughs> I know. I know his. I know. Oh, his, you do? Okay. I know it well enough to know that it gets on my nerves. Mm. Like I tried to get into the song with him and Drake. And I like the I, song Crudo. I ain't gonna front. I like that song with him and Golden. That's his. That his. I just can't. It's not sexy to me. It don't make my my panties moist. But that's me though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Since we talking about icons, B Simone jumps out the window. Says that the great, and I mean great. Dr. Martin Luther King is a trash man. Now, before anyone else jumps out the window, as me stating this, if you have not heard it, she says because he was a bad husband and, uh, and he was dis he cheated on Coretta, he's a bad man. And it dis discontinues, or like it was like a basically like his other stuff doesn't mean as much because he wasn't a good man to her. <laughs> do you know that that man died at 38 for our black asses could vote could fucking do half of the shit we do right now and i'm gonna say and i'm i'm and at the age of 41 i have gotten to a point where i'm not as sex as i used to be as of course as you evolve but i'm going to let him be able to have some side ass for all much of the shit he did for us as black people I'm going to excuse it. Oh, on the, speaking on the delegation of the rest of the black nation, I'm going to give him a pass. Yes, it was wrong, but he did so much right. He didn't rape nobody. It was all consenting adults. And who's to say Coretta didn't have nothing popping herself and it was actually cool? Or they didn't have an understanding. I think, I think the issue is 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 that we see how it's kind of our first glimpse of it really on the full screen is Selma. Yeah, but we had heard about it before. We've heard about it, but then you kind of saw it, you know, like, oh damn nigga, you was messy. Bitches was calling your house. <laughs> so I think that's what B. Simone is talking about. I think that is how she is trying to, um, you know, make that correlation that he is a trash ass nigga. You know, like I hear all the time, like a lot of people didn't really care for MLK or what he, you know, like stood for trying to be, you know, like nonviolent. And I think people forget that toward the end of his career, he was more, a little more radical, more, but, um, Malcolm X was talking about. Um, B. Simone, niggas is gone, nigg. And on top of and that, yo, let that man 
man, he ain't do nothing. It was no purpose and it was a hot take for no reason. <laughs> like it was really that's just a hot take for no reason. Though. And that's the frustrating part about it. You know. <clears throat> Yo, keep in mind, you ain't never, this chick ain't never been married. What, what is your, what are you, what have you done to even scratch what MLK did? She's probably been cheated on. What? Okay. So that's, everybody that's, So that's probably why. Did you speak like at that. the Marshall Washington B. Simone? You know, I don't, did you, you do, know. Did you write the letter from Birmingham? I mean, from uh, Birmingham jail? Did you help organize the Montgomery Boys boycott? She didn't even write her own planner. It, that's what I was going to next. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So all jokes aside, all jokes aside, I believe that women or, or people, when we find certain things out about people, I, I believe that it for, for certain people, it changes the narrative. Like there are certain things that I've disclosed to, you know, Doja about certain people. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I know you gotta be lying. Like this can't be true and blah, blah, blah. Cause like people, you know, we feel like some sort of connection with people or we want to, Mod model our careers and our lives after these so-called people and which is why you have to live your life for you and do what you got you have to do for you because you never know you know a lot of people they might have things put in place where it's like hey that shit can't get back to the house and this can't get out to people don't embarrass me so I think that's what happens. I'm not going to go as far as saying he a trash ass nigga. That's, what I mean, is, what's the purpose in it though? Like, what's the purpose? Well, like, what does it do? What, what does it give anybody education on it? It's not even funny. Like I get it if it was like funny, like funny to me is the fact that I've, I have a whole idea to think that, that he was, a, he was, it was a side chick in the room and whatever. He was going to take a smoke break because he was mad. And that's how he got shot. Fuck! Don't. No, 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 no. He was. I know, but that's still fuck. Like. Now that's funny though. It's funny, but it's like fuck. Like, what if that is true? Like, what it if could that, be, but I'm not as monishing him by saying that. It's just I know niggas, so I just know how. <laughs> hey man, this chicken here tripping. I'm gonna go out here and smoke me this cigarette real quick, <laughs> or I just finished doing something, but I smoke my little cigarette real quick. You know, even though he shouldn't have been smoking cigarette outside, which the, because in them days you could smoke in a room. So, yeah. What's up, y'all? This is RVS. This is ROD, aka Rated R. And we are the We Coming for You cast. And we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. Tell them what they can expect on this here podcast. Oh, we're going to give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Come For You cast. Right here on SOLC Network. He wouldn't have stepped outside. He just needed a, you know, he could have just needed a breather. Yeah, or when his boys came by the room, was like, you know, came over, like, hey, man, oh, dang, you got curling over. Okay, hey, man, pop outside and holler at me real quick. And he took Don't a cigarette. <laughs> Don't get me canceled, man. Um, <laughs> no, but but that's funny. I, 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 that's not taking that away from that man and what he's done. I, it to, for me, no, 
Like it, 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 it doesn't like, Ooh, I almost said something, but I would say that it doesn't do anything for me. Like it doesn't take away. Cause it's not like he did. Yes. We say cheating is wrong. Yes. Having side bitches is wrong or whatever, but it wasn't like he wasn't trying to do anything for the greater good. Now, excuse me, our Kelly, Bill Cosby, no, yeah, mm -mm, no. Yes, exactly. This you're you're, just you're a shitty person. Yeah. Like, he was just, he, I mean, I just don't, I just don't like us doing that to our Black heroes unless yeah. they did something illegal or deplorable. And I guess maybe the, 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 the counter to it saying that some people believe that's deplorable to cheat on your wife which it is, but I, my idea, that's between him, his wife, and his family. Yep. Now, if he was taking, taking something away from women or putting his hands on women, that's when we go to a whole nother space. Right. And it's, I, this is what, it's that just was, whack. I mean, it, it just makes me look at her even I'm whacker already, man. She's, she's whack, man. Straight up on the reel. She's whack. whack. And I mean, I, don't, I mean, I really don't like to just diss people publicly. This is whack. And it's, it's real, real. Uh, that I I didn't see that on my feed today or yesterday, so I'm and I'm surprised. And she was doing it passionately, like like he was our, like she was like getting mad. My nigga, he was. I'm like, wow, really? This much smoke for this man? You know, like I said, clearly. Keep in it, mind, this motherfucker graduated college at 20 years old. Had a PhD by like 23, 24. You and know, your ass like can't even write your own book. But you want to talk you know, about the king? But it's like Keisha Cole said. And love is your focus. Pay attention. So if that's all you're focused on is relationships and happy. You know, even, even, and I'm not saying that every bitch get cheated on. But I'm saying like every, even within the, it just be a whole bunch of shit that be happening when it comes to like love and marriage. Like it's it's a whole thing. Babyface and Tony Braxton got a whole album about love, marriage, and divorce. It's a damn good album. Damn good it album. It really is. A damn good album. Lord knows I never meant to make you cry. Yep. Damn good album. Because they both getting divorced. Yep. <laughs> oh, they both that just got divorced. And then Babyface got to look at his wife, go get with Deion Sanders. Boy, ain't that a bitch like you? <laughs> No, I think him and, him and Tracy was already broken up by then. I know, but I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying in general, just you. Just, yeah. But then at least the brother from uh, uh, Mint Condition is saying, she got with baby. <laughs> like, come on, that's not it. But it's also, oh, that's also a winning formula for me. I know that all, always in life, that baby got Tony Braxton, that I'm only a touch away from anybody. If baby can get Tony Braxton, all of us got a chance. Which we all don't, but it makes you feel like you do. <laughs> At this point, I'm just, you know, <laughs> you remember that clip that it was, she's like, oh, sorry, what'd you say? Like, what'd, what'd you say? Like, and she, like, because I feel like that would be my whole conversation with him. She doesn't like, understand him. This is like dating dude at 70 years old and you 20. We know what it is. He treats me nice. Really? What intellectual conversations are you having with the bird man? I would love to know. What do you all have great conversations pontificating? He ain't going to tell you no motherfucking more. 
<laughs> Put some respect on his name. You know what I'm saying, Tony? You know, I'm going to buy you a Lambo. After you know, that- I, I'm going to be honest. And that could just be me and my Aquarian ego. Mm-hmm. I think that anybody is attainable. No, I do too. Maybe yeah, that's I'm me like, too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just- Nobody's really, out of my league. I, I really feel like that. I really feel like nobody's out of my league. Now, am I out of some of you niggas' leagues? Absolutely. But I feel like for the most part, I'm like, mm, I'm a, what's the worst he can say? No. I'm still trying to figure out how I've spammed Yaya and tagged him and shit, and he ain't, he ain't opened it. Who is who? Yaya Abdul Mateen. Oh, Mateen, the, the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a dope ass actor. I like him. Yeah, I'm like, you, how come you ain't open? I think he's married, yo. I don't think he is. I thought he was married, man. Hold no, on. No, he's not married. He's not. He's not married. And you gotta. I'm telling you, a brother like that, from at least from what the interviews I've heard with him, he's the type of dude that don't even be on Instagram for real. He don't, but it's fine. Oh yeah, he do got a wife. Oh. Oh, they saying he dating Yaya. I mean, uh, Lala now. That's brand new. Yaya, Yaya is dating Lala. Yeah. No, but I just Googled uh, uh, Yadu Mateen and wife, and Lala is the first thing that pops up. Uh, maybe. Definitely attainable if that's the case. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> now you even more mad. <laughs> like... You know, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, Aquarius is, I will say this. I believe that we just have this air, well, clearly, this air about us. And when I, you know, like, it's like, when I'm coming into the room, I don't know who's going to be on the other side of that door. But I'm going to come up in that bitch like I own that hoe, like, for real. And I'm like, But then I even want to talk to any of y'all at the same time. (laughs) Listen, I'm just like, hey, what's up? And then... Somebody say something like, not you, peasant. Um, <laughs> not you, peasant. But I think, you know, I'm sorry. I think I'm the shit. Like, I literally, like, I told you today. I said, this is what I'm going to do. Hopefully this doesn't take this long. I literally went in. I shot for 20 minutes and was done. I was like, like, they asked, my homeboy was like, Oh, did you want to like do your makeup or, or change it? So I said, the fuck? Like, we, I'm ready. <laughs> I look I'm like, like this. I'm busy. You busy. I don't, I don't have time. Like, you know, and, and that's not on cocky shit, but I was just like, I know my angles. I know what I need to do. You got other people coming through. I knew I had to do this. And then it was possibly, well, now I just, I have to be somewhere at nine. I thought it was going to be somewhere at eight. It worked out. I'm like, I came home. I watched the hour of basketball. I'm just, I, I, like, I told my sister, I was like, oh, this only take like about 20 minutes. And she was like, okay, bitch, like you, you, I'm like, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, this real I though. feel like that. And, 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 and that's how but I you got, know. but you still got to get them from Lala. You still got to get them from Lala. 
And I'm, I'm going to investigate this because now right. y'all do my team. Wait, wait, wait. It's, hold on. Wait. I got legs and hips. She's tall and too, though. Body. I don't know if she's body. tall. I'm <laughs> a bad chick now. Don't get it twisted. Legs and <laughs> hips and natural body, body. <laughs> I'm trying to look up all the pictures and send them to you of them two together. Oh, what? First of all, don't bring that negative. I'm doing it now. I'm trying to set phone. it up. I'm trying to set, oh, send. Don't bring that shit to my phone. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, listen. Based on like my my like dating history, <laughs> I feel like I'm like, hold oh, on, but he might not like me. Like sometimes, you know, your mind starts to try to get to you, you like check yourself out you know and then i'll be like oh like even even the little i date now i was like mm, he might not like me or because at that point i had never dated a black person in la and so i was like i don't know i've, I've been you know looking out with niggas so i don't know is he about to tell me the same thing and that, that he don't really be fucking with black chicks and so we start talking and then he picked up on my accent. And then I was like, okay. Then he starts saying stuff about like St. Louis and stuff in East St. Louis. I was like, nigga, where are you from? And then his family ended up being from St. Louis. I was like, oh, you want to be my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I'm like, Come on, like what has shit look? I'm just saying, like, I really feel like I was like, and my daddy know your cousin? Like, nigga, you might be my husband. Hey, look, it's something special about people from St. Louis, man. Wait, and, and people need and, and, and can you say that one more time? Because people be trying to play with us. I feel like it's nothing like somebody, especially a St. Louis shit, like we, man. People understand St. Louis has got a lot. I mean, it, it, it's self-explanatory. We don't have to go down the list of people that's doing anything, you know, everybody from everybody from. I mean. It's a different mindset. Like, the hustle in us, the way, the way like, we grind it out. Very knowledgeable. Like, I feel like St. Louis people really kind of, it's just that we just a different breed. And I feel like, yes, people say that everywhere where they, you know, oh, you know, I'm like, nah, it's different. It's just different. And you know when you meet somebody from St. Louis, like <laughs> you, it, it's like we—it's just the camaraderie. Like it, it's just really weird, but yeah, now nah, we—it's like, it's like for people like I think there's—I I think there's six or seven special cities for Black people. Yeah, <clears throat> L.A. because it's always because you, especially if you're from like Compton or something. Yeah, the Bay Area. <clears throat> I'm—I would say Texas as a whole, maybe. More Houston, because more Houston people really got kind of not as much Dallas people like that. I feel like, but I could be wrong. New Orleans folks, Chicago people, Detroit, Philly, and New York and DC. That's it. Everywhere else is kind of like maybe Miami, but I really I don't. Uh, I don't really know no black people from Miami. Yeah, and where it's like a Miami vibe besides just being country. That's that's not being that's not a, a city style just being country, right? Right. But all the other cities have got dope black people in those cities, but I don't think they have a culture where you like that's a black person from there. 
Yeah, I I I really feel like, and that's no diss to any other city, but nobody says like, yo, that person from Indianapolis. I know that you don't know. Like that's not a <laughs> <laughs> says no one ever. So right. I, I, it's just it's just different, and I just you know it took me. I've said this so many times. It took me to move away from St. Louis to really appreciate St. Louis. Mm. And I think a lot of people that move away, and even if you end up back in St. Louis, I think that's something that we all feel. Like we we realize like it's nothing like this. It, you know, it's just it's just the industry has it does not support the dope talent that comes out of here. And that's, that's the bar none of why the city is is in a fucked up position. Yeah. And, and hopefully um we they figure something out with that you know i know that there are some people uh it's gonna take a while though you know and and st louis is never gonna be atlanta people st louis is never gonna be la it's It's never gonna be uh, chicago it's never gonna be new york (laughs) never gonna be dc it's never (laughs) you know if that happens that's dope but i i think that we have to get the infrastructure put in place first to really even try to these niggas can't even figure out the shit with the fucking trolley, man. So it it, it is, it's not happening in our lifetime, maybe. There you go. There you go. We won't be able to go to the uh, club. Oh, it was a club dreams here in St. Louis, but we won't go be able to go to a club in DC, like a DC club in St. Louis in our lifetime. And if it is one, we'll be 75. Yeah. So this was something interesting you did tell me about. This T.D. Jake's daughter kidnapping uh, uh, children. Now, okay. I'm going to have to Google this. So this story is about uh, Cora Jakes. And I came across this on TikTok uh, yesterday. Well, tic- does TikTok deliver news like this now? Like, I mean, everybody be like, yo, no, I, it's, it started on TikTok like, and then it became TikTok a news story. It's like CSI. It really is. I come across crazy stuff all the time on TikTok. It's just like they have a page that's following and then they have a page like that you can um, toggle to that's like for you. And I'm like, how do you know that I care about stuff like this? But it it just popped up in this whole girl. This girl is going through this thread and apparently this woman made this video and it was like a cry for help because she had been trying to get her kid back from Sarah Jakes. And this was like her fourth, not Sarah, uh, Cora. And this was like her fourth kid. And it was like the first time she ever like experienced like postpartum, like depression or anything. And she pretty much was like, Cora and her, you know, now a strange husband, because I think he in jail for some crazy shit. I was just going to mention that as I Googled. (laughs) And um, pretty much like cornered her, like literally, like when I say they physically cornered her and like made her, like they like recorded her saying like, oh, like you can have my baby or whatever. I don't have the mental capacity to like, you know, all this bullshit because she was afraid. And so she, you know, took her to court, was trying to get her kid back. And, you know, like the system failed her. And it's like this whole conspiracy thing. Like now she done got the kid. She has the kid. She done changed the boy name. 
yeah like it's a whole it's a whole thing and she posted like she got another friend that's pregnant um like i wonder if the friend is gonna give her the kid or whatever i don't fucking know but she has like fertility issues so cora jakes does yeah cora jakes does and so it's it's just it's just a mess and then so when the girl went to court to try to get her kid back there was a judge, a black judge that was presiding over it. And they feel like T, you know, T Jason them like paid the, the judge off. And now mind you, TD Jace has been loud, you know, speaking against the Republican Party. Why the judge a black Republican? And she also go to his church. Wouldn't even hear really. And you got all this from TikTok. Tick tock, my nigga. It's like I read the New York Times. <laughs> like, let me get on TikTok and just be like, hi, I'm Dominique Loving's reporting with the five o'clock news today. Today, you know, in our investigative report, we've been investigating Darius Cooks, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that, you just put that, gotta put that, we gotta talk about that now too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Darius Cooks appeared in an Atlanta court uh, Monday morning. So explain Darius Cooks is for people. I, we talked Darius, about a little bit, we teased a little bit on the last show. Explain yes. what's going on with him totally. Darius Cooks is an Instagram uh, social media chef influencer. Um, he has, uh, he had restaurants, he sell, sells merch, all this stuff. People have been complaining about placing orders for different items similar to Sean King, not getting their products. Um, also going to restaurants, um, credit card information being compromised, uh, double charges, doxing, uh, intimidating, you know, people and fans like harassing people. You know, uh, the Kitchenista is one of his victims. Um, wow. She really didn't even want to collaborate with him at first. And then someone's like, oh, it might be a good little blah, blah, blah. So that's how they had even got intertwined. And then he started doxing her and doing all these things and people were harassing her. So yeah, so back to the news story. Darius Cooks appeared in an Atlanta court Monday morning where he was issued a warning from the federal court saying, you know, he has uh, orders and stuff to fulfill that he also, um, you know, cannot, he had a, a tax, you know, service as well as a credit repair service. He can no longer practice those things. And was also, you know, he currently has an F rating from the Better Business Bureau. So he- Damn, hold on. If you have an F rating, don't you just, just should just, just close down your business? Like, like they shouldn't even let you have it. Like if you get to an F, it's like, oh, you are a failure. They are giving him the space to repair his business and to, you know, implement better practices. Otherwise they shutting it all down. I don't even know who you are, brother Darius Cooks. Um, it's not that important to be famous at this point, if I'm you. I just need to, you just need you just need to fall out just just fall back just fall back. That fame is a hell of a drug. <laughs> just fall back. It ain't worth it. Go get you a regular uh, cooking job at Houston's, um, and you know just build yourself back up. Um, and you know here's the interesting thing too is just that he could have just solely cooked and put recipes 
on Instagram and, and or Facebook and shared them and people would have still engaged with that. Like it, it gets tough, like coming into business and, and, and selling stuff, but it's like, you know, you have to have people that really that you can rely on and help. It, 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 you cannot do that on your own. But a lot of people also don't have like good intentions, period. And I don't think this guy does. But also, this is a this is another thing people don't understand how number one, how to delegate correctly. Mm-hmm. Two, everybody's gotta be the full boss. Like I gotta run everything. I do everything. Yep. With it. It's all me, chief. I know how to do the marketing, the operations, the finances, the quick books. I got it all because it's all me. Nah, bro. Ain't none of the, no no real boss is doing their own accounting, their own marketing, their own operations, their own uh, uh, logistics, their own like shipping the product out. They have people they pay to do that, or a team. Yeah. Unlike you, be Simone, who just gets people just plagiarize people's books, and then you come out here talking about the great MLK. Legs in hips and body, body. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that just pisses me off. Man. <laughs> that's, that's, listen, that damn song is in my head. Like candy. Where's the full song? What what sign is B Simone? Let me see. Why do I feel like I feel like she, I thought she was an air sign, but I'm not sure. Hold on. That is hilarious. You know, I just. So she's an Aries. Well, if you say how passionate she was, it may, yeah, that's on brand. I just, that's just still wild to me. That you're like, because he's a cheater, him fighting for black, for equal rights, for niggas, it it just, it's just, it falls by the wayside. Because if he was a great man, he'd have been good to his wife. We don't know what was going on in a relationship. We don't know what was going on in a relationship, period. Yeah. What if, and let, uh, so what if we find out Coretta had a dude too, though? <laughs> are we, are we just, what are we going to do now? Is, is it still woke Coretta and Coretta had her thing cracking? He out of town in DC doing the, uh, the, uh, the March on Washington. It's a dude named Rollo that's been staying over. Not Rollo. We're gonna give we're gonna give her a little more credit than a Rollo. No, it's gotta be a regular dude. The other dudes, the other other dudes as professionals at the March on Washington. This brother worked at the gas station of filling up tanks, and he also filled up a tank. <laughs> I am not doing this with you today. I'm just saying it's gotta be a brother that didn't go to the March on Washington. All the brothers that you would have been like, man, Sidney Poitier. Or any of those, the, the those high profile brothers, white women. huh? Huh? You said what now? Nothing. You talking about my, my, Martin Luther King, white women? Yes. No, I, no, I said Sydney Poitier was too busy fucking white women. That's not true. Diana Carroll was his girl for 13, 12 years. And Diane Carroll was with a white guy, so it's like, stop. Okay, no Diane Carroll slander will be tolerated. No, 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 no. I love no, 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 no. I was about to just because I am named after the Dominique Devereaux. Really, from Falcons yeah. Chris, right? Or is it? Yeah, yeah Falcons no, Chris. Dynasty. Dynasty. They, it's like Dynasty. all of them coming together. Dallas, yeah. Falcons Chris, Knott's Landing, all of them yeah. mailed together. No. Yeah, but no, but I'm just saying because and at some point we need to have a conversation about 
black people get more interracial as they get more money, period. It's not just a black man thing. Now, black, now the regular dude that work at Target with a white woman, now we could talk about that. But anyone with money is more likely to date interracially, period. Uh, yes, if you look at tradition, if you tomorrow, even celebrities, Diane Carroll was married to like a white woman, like Eartha Kitt. Um, I mean, you just go through anybody that was in like a top tier in a certain space, they're dating different types of people. Okay, so let's save that for another episode yeah. and then we'll do a breakdown. Yeah. Because I don't think that's necessarily... I, I mean, I literally thought of, and I went through, I was like, dang, she was married to a white guy too? Like, like, damn, everybody was married to somebody white, man or female. It was just whatever was going on at the time. Uh, Dorothy Dandridge. Like, I mean, it goes on and on and on. Yeah, to think like Dorothy Dandridge, like Josephine, like they were. These, we named five black women that were prominent in the 50s and 60s and 40s. But a lot were, of them were, were like more global. But that's, I mean, he's Sydney. And, and I think that that's a bad thing, but I would say, like, Sydney I know. Like, is global. He is, but I, I know at one point, I, I think he was married to a black woman, then he left her for like a white woman. No, he left her for Diane Carroll, but then backtracked on it because she talks about in her book that they both broke up with their people to be together after having an affair for like seven years, like a real affair for like seven years. And then he backed out of it the last minute, but she'd already got her divorce. <laughs> niggas and then got with a white woman like right after that and you that's know, already messing with her on the low you know i'll be honest like shit like that don't phase me because like for real <clears throat> i sit back and be like every dog has their day 100 percent and so I'm like, now when the chickens come home to, you know. So you're saying B. Simone is, is Martin the King's chickens coming home to roost? Her saying that is his chickens coming home to roost. No, that was just dumb. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'll like, play, I'll play. like the interracial thing. Like, I think that when shit, because because a lot of times shit does go down. Yeah. And when it does, we just be like. Now we done told you. And it's not even a conversation to have. It's just like, y'all ain't gonna ever learn. Y'all ain't gonna ever learn. And it's just like, let me just shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Our last topic, I, we want to give a rest in peace to, to the black people in Buffalo that were killed by the shooter. I don't want to put his name out there just because I don't want his. And then today, uh, an 18-year-old kid goes into Dallas and kills, which is, which is hurtful to me as being a, a parent of an eight-year-old myself, 10 to 12 children and killed a, a teacher. I think the total um, came out to 16 kids. It's to 16 total? 16. I just don't understand. I just don't understand how people like again, government mm -hmm. wanting to pick and choose because this is like the 200th and something mass shooting that has happened in the United States this year. Keep in mind, Texas is number one for mass shootings. I just feel like- and Number two in gun, gun ownership. So the whole shit about, you know, the, the, the person that uh, somebody else got a gun that'll stop these people. I mean, what are we doing? 
And I think that the fact that we have, you know, on the heels of, of, of them attempted to overturn Roe v. Wade, then every, you know, we have all these people in, in, in places of power because, you know, lobbyists and, and, and you know, everybody got their hands in something else. And I believe that we are really doing a disservice to our, our teachers, our, the students, these parents, you know, how you, how you guys, they were forcing them to go back to teach in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And now they want them to talk about they need to have guns now. Some teachers need to be on gun trained. What? And y'all want to pay teachers 40 grand a year. Yeah. But now they're supposed to be gun holders too now? And, and you know they're not going to pay for that. Y'all implement, oh, this is what happened. This is what you do when an active shooter. Well, you know, no, you know, Dom, you know what they're going to do? They're going to be like, you get an extra five grand if you get the gun trainer. That's what they're going to do. They're yeah, going to make a bill for like a subsidy for teachers to the extra five or 10 grand a year if you get gun trained and keep a gun on you on, on, on at school. But, and you shouldn't even have, like, I think about. And I'm mad I even came up with it because somebody gonna hear me like, that's a good fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and I'm, but it's also, it's frustrating because I think about just in general, like what it's like, the things that we go through on a, a daily basis, just being black in America trying to, you know, like navigate spaces. And we talk about, you talked about this, like, hey, like you can't even sleep peacefully in your house because you don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, you can't even send your kids to school. I'm up here looking, I'm like, okay, where is this? My sister's a teacher. And now I'm like, now I gotta, you know, like this is, as teacher in Texas, in Houston, and then, you know, like, oh, my niece is in school. I was like, where's this place? Like, what, what's, what's suburb, suburb, where's this? You know, like, so now you're frantic. And now you got to worry about sending your kids to school. And they might not come home. Mm -hmm. I think that's just the most fucked up. Like, we're the only country in the world. that has access to these weapons like this. It is, it's bizarre to me. Like I can, someone said something, oh, you could buy a box of Sudafed. They'll only let you buy one box a month, but you can buy, go and buy a gun pretty much any day out the week, multiple times. And keep in mind that same governor just signed a bill in the place of maybe a year or so ago, I believe, they said you can buy a gun, uh, uh, I believe you could buy handguns under 21 without any registration or anything or without any background check. If you're on a handgun under 21, and this kid was 18. And, you know, to the people that are like, was he an immigrant? Was he an elite? Was he an illegal? You know, all y'all can go to hell. There yeah. is, you, you are going to hell. If hell is a place, you're there. And on top of that, Y'all, y'all, we joke when we say fuck them kids, but when Sandy Hook happened, I know y'all really said fuck them kids. 
Because if nothing would change with the way we're regulating these, these big top power rifles and guns, if it wasn't gonna come from a whole bunch of, and, I, and, and if a whole bunch of white kids get killed and they don't give a fuck no more, they saying fuck everybody kids at that point. It, it really don't are. Matter. Like, like they said, like, you know, somebody said that, you know, y'all pro-life until that kid is actually here and y'all really don't give a fuck about him. Mm-hmm. And I really truly believe that. And, and, you know, they went as far as to say that Sandy Hook didn't happen. They said, you know, like that there's all these conspiracy theories around surrounding it. Yeah, well, that's I, how what you call it got um uh, uh, Alex Jones is not in business anymore because they, they sued the pants off his ass. I'm like, how who has the time? I can tell you one thing. And I know like racism exists everywhere. You know, um, but this shit with America, they're gonna have to figure out something. This bullshit, this is a this is a shithole country. <laughs> it, it just really is. You know, like and with it ain't even been a it's been a not even a week and a half that we're removed from the racial injustice that that happened in Buffalo. Not even a week. And then and then and then y'all saying, oh. Mental illness, y'all. So y'all now y'all want to pick and choose what's mental illness. And they just turned down two bills with mental Ill, with mental illness subsi- uh, being subsidized. They just turned them all down. Two of them. You know, we really so, so got. I don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They but, they, give a fuck. but that falls back into our laps. I you agree. know, like you know, and why I say that is is that we we don't have people that get up and vote to vote these motherfuckers out. We motherfuckers, can, motherfuckers can't do that at the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. That is the bare minimum. And no, you know, we don't have people that that are for change trying to really stand up and and get in these spaces. So it's just going to be the same cycle over and over again. And everybody going to sit up on social media and complain about it. I mean, then you got Black Lives Matter out here stealing bread. All them corporations do that shit. That bitch just got caught. So she didn't piss somebody off and stop paying somebody. Just like like I always say, even about Bill Bill Cosby, like they knew about it. They knew about it for a grip. <laughs> like, they knew about it. And it's just the fact that niggas stopped paying motherfuckers off and somebody was, was the whistleblower. Because you, you, you can get away with shit as long as you pay. You as long as you pay, because money talks. It's it's really that simple. Money talks. Because what that girl did, she didn't do nothing no different than any of these other entities. Now what happens is, is that a lot of you motherfuckers got to stop doing shit as nonprofits. That's number one. Or you got to figure out a different way. You can't be doing moving the money. You got to figure out how to move the money out of that nonprofit and not have it directly paying people. From yeah. out of this nonprofit and like American Red Cross and all these other United Way, they figured out by having these other companies, they move money over here and they give out grants. And that's what you do. You give out grants. You be like, oh, hey, Black Lives Matter is giving out grants. Yeah. But I'm going to give a grant to my cousin. I mean, my cousin's baby mom's cousin. And then you throw it back to throw it back to me or you throw it back to my brother. Now, there you go. That's yeah. harder thing. I know how gave y'all fucking laundering fucking schemes. You did, but yeah, that's, but that's what you do. I mean, at least be creative with it. I ain't saying you won't get caught with that either, but at least being creative about it. Yeah. And and you know, just do you know, like we can sit up here and talk about this shit for hours. Yeah, but we gotta do I mean, it's nothing at this point it's fucked up. Y'all don't give a fuck about kids, y'all don't give a fuck about black people, y'all don't give a fuck about women, y'all don't give a fuck about nobody. So 
It's whatever, man. And I hate Marjorie Green too. That fucking cunt. I had a lot of people. B Simone, you're not as you're not as B Simone. I'm just giving you smoke just because the Martin Luther King thing. I really don't like this this broad Marjorie Green. Like I, I just I just there was somebody who said, I, I don't know I, the senator or congressman, and they were talking about like the black maternal like death rate. And they were or they were talking about the maternal death rate in general. But then he made a comment, somebody said something in regards to black maternal like deaths. And then it was like his, you know, response to that was something of the sort of, oh, um, like as if it wasn't like a big deal because it was like a way to, well, he was pretty much like, you know, white people have this weird thing that they're like, oh, they're going to be extinct. And I'm like, that's damn near impossible. I'm like, because y'all control, like, it's, like it, it's not like, oh, just white people in, white people just don't exist in America. Right. <laughs> so that's why I always... I just don't get it. I don't understand it. But they're not white. They're American. That's the difference. American. I'm on American. I I am. I'm just done, and I'm over it. I'm over people. I'm over this shitty ass place. Not giving a fuck about any fucking thing. Um, you know, I'm tired of people being sheep, and it's just not white people. It's black people. It's you know, Asians, it's Mexicans, it's like everybody just falling in line with this bullshit and allowing it to happen. And, you know, like there, there was, just people are sick. Like these people are fucking sick. Like I just, even after the, the shooting, there was something that just came out about a pastor having in a relationship with a 16 year old girl. What the fuck are y'all doing? You know, God, if you want to send the rapture. <laughs> now people are requesting for the rapture. Like, you know, it's got to be a better oh, way. Can we get the rapture going? Yeah, I'm like, this is just, this is like, I don't even know. Like, it's so shitty. And I feel like a lot of it too is just like, you know, black people, we'd be like, you know, we got to mind our black business. Mm -hmm. And part of me does feel like that. But then it's like, shit like this happens. Like, okay. These is kids, you know what I mean? These kids now, then it gets different when it's kids. It's different when it's kids and it's different when it's the shit that happened like last Sunday. Because my thing is, Somebody, really people just well, starting hey, to get over uh, the, um, the the Presbyterian the, uh, Methodist Church with uh, Dylan Roof. People, that just happened a few years ago. Or the guy that just went and shot up a church in Orange County out here. I just feel like this. Somebody got to stop being pussy and like say something. Now, I do have a theory about this. It's just crazy before we get out of here. I think mass shooters have replaced serial killers. They probably have. Because they said the serial killers are down. Remember we talked about that when we did an episode? Like, the idea of having, because they, they are easier to get caught because it's like, oh man, we can just go on your searching 
searching for uh, how to tie a woman in the closet, oh, we, we got you. But you only got to do one or two murders. You didn't become get to become like a serial killer. Right. So now the way you become popular is you go in and kill 15 people and you get that notoriety of a serial killer. Yep. What happened to the good old days of Ted Bundy? <laughs> just where he just you know, goes I... up 20 women over 20 years. <laughs> now you're just killing it's people just in the street. It's just it's really frustrating and disheartening. And, you know, as somebody that wants to bring a life into this world, like I would love to be a mom one day. But then you think about stuff like this because you think about just the conversation that you have to have in general with your black child. There's extra layers to try to keep them safe. And then now I gotta worry about sending my fucking kids to school. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I've been thinking about how I'm gonna talk to Xander about it, you know what I'm saying? Cause I haven't even talked to her about it, about anything with that, but it's like, shit, I'm gonna have to talk to her about it at some point. Like, hey, this is what is going down. You know, and this is, and this is, and I don't do this to be overprotective. I'm doing this to save your life. And I think that's conversations that people. But think know, about how fucked up that is for somebody like a Sandy Hooker there to go in there with second and third and fourth graders kicking in the door. And these little kids just sitting behind a second grade desk trying to hide or do whatever. And you just murk it. It's despicable. Like you just have to. Like, like I said, it, it's like, it's so many layers and just, and it's you, but you almost kind of become desensitized to it because it's so common. And it's just, it's just, it's just really, it's just really hard. It's just really hard. Cause like, I'm like, fuck, like, you know, like. my heart breaks for those parents you know like we always talk about the idea oh you should never have to bury your kid and things like that but then this person that's so selfish and they said they think he killed his grandma too he did kill his grandmother before before he started and, and then it's like why go to like out of all the places like you couldn't just get in the car and drive you had to drive to a school, bus up in a school. 35, he drove 35, 40 miles from where he was, too, from where he was from. You know, and then they're going to have to, when it comes to these schools, you know, I think of school, I, I, but again, I went to the school in the city. Mm -hmm. But I feel like after a certain time, because Columbine and, and stuff happened, we, but again, we had metal detectors. I don't know if you went to city school. City <laughs> schools always had metal detectors. So the, it, 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 our city schools going to become the safer schools. <laughs> they, but, but I'm going to be honest, city schools are safer. I remember when I went, when I got in the DSEC program and that was one of the things I thought about. I was like, we were confused. When I went to the first day of school at Lindbergh, we were confused because there were, we were like, oh, did we go in the wrong entrance because we didn't <laughs> go to the metal detectors? They said, oh, we don't have that here. I said, why? Y'all be the main motherfucker shooting people. Mm -hmm. So metal detectors are going to have to become a thing, a normal thing. But I remember in city schools, after a certain time, those front doors locked. Yep. And you can't get in. You can get in. 
but that's why I think that they that's why I think they getting he getting around they get he they get around it because elementary schools feel like that more because they think that somebody's gonna come in and attack one of the kids. Nobody thinks that somebody's gonna come in to get elementary kids, but we gotta come to that point now. That's yeah, like but even in elementary school, the doors at Washington Montessori locked. You had to ring the bell and be buzzed in. That's how my daughter's school is right now. Because of COVID, you can't even a parents can't even go to school, period. And that is the only way they're gonna have to implement that. And it's it's it sucks. But again, I come into city school, that was the way of life for us. And they're gonna have to <laughs> implement that everywhere. Tough. Tough if y'all not gonna, if y'all not gonna look out for these kids and make sure that that's the only way that y'all can pretty much semi guarantee stuff because it's still you have to also remember it still be we sometimes you got to worry about a kid bringing a knife or a gun to school there are a lot of teachers that are able to de-escalate the situation but no these motherfuckers need to be checked too because kids get bullied every kid ain't out here killing themselves these motherfuckers ready to go to war because they they because somebody is harassing them and teasing them so it's levels. That's one thing I think every school starting at pre-K. Unfortunately, you gotta metal detectives search because y'all ain't gonna do nothing to make shit safer for these teachers. That's yep. the easiest thing to do: lock the doors after a certain time. If you ain't got an appointment, tough. Your kid late, maybe they can't come to school today. Or, and I would say, yeah, they could be there late. You know, tardies happen, shit happens, people go to doctors, but you got to communicate that with your school. Yep. You got to, and you still got to buzz and let the only you kid come through. And, and a kid you, only got to come, a kid can only come through. And maybe the if they're young, so maybe come out, come down and get the kid from the front. Boom. And that's it. Cameras at the door where you can look young, you even got it. Okay, we got this, you, but you have to, it's strict rules. If you do not communicate with us that your kid has a doctor's appointment, that they will be late or, or whatever it is, or that they overstep it, so call the hotline, leave a message. That is count. If they do not, if they try to show up late, we are not letting them in and it is an absent for the day. Sorry. <laughs> it's absent for the day, yeah. Is is and it's and 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 we'll see what happened, but shit, this shit is getting out of control. And and you know, like we have to hold our legislators and all of them accountable. And we it, it's time to defund like this this oh I can have a gun bullshit. That shit is bullshit. I think you, I think you should have insurance if you have a gun. You said what? I think you should have insurance. Shout out to uh, my boy Jay from Look Forward Podcast. He was saying you you have to get insurance when you get a gun, just like yep. you do, do with a car. Yep. I guarantee you that will like damn. I really damn. I gotta pay fifty dollars. I mean twenty dollars a month or five ten dollars a month insurance. Oh, and it should be a higher insurance rate. Yep. That should it's just like a car. Your car, yeah. That gun insurance should be into the hundreds. And if it laps. And you get caught with it. You get caught. You jammed or up. It, or uh, even if it laps in general, you should be fined. Yep. They gonna have to figure something out. But look, I gotta get up out of him. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Where can everybody hit you up at? Y'all can find me at St. Angeles on Instagram as well as Whiskey Soured. Um, I have a website, St. Angeles.com. Um, 
And yeah, I am, if, if, when you follow me, and, I'm, and this is for you as well, I've been a victim of suppressed posts, all that. So when you see it, don't just heart it, leave a comment, you know, and I'll comment back and engage, we can engage because then the algorithm will let people, you know, realize, oh, pull it back out. It. So that's all I'm saying, like engage with posts, your friends post, all of that. Uh, Instagram's algorithm is about to change again. The, the layout is about to change. What is, what's, so what's going to change real quick with it? It's going to look like fucking TikTok. Mine is already starting to look like that. I was telling them earlier and they were like, oh, I don't see anything different. And I was like, no, my my videos, like my videos didn't used to not be just even just regular videos. It just Yeah, it's, it takes up more of the screen. Yeah, so like TikTok, it, it takes up more of the screen. So they were like, oh, I don't see. So now you see how a photo has changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you have to, everything isn't within the square anymore. So even, even when you take photos, like everything's going to be in that 16, nine aspect ratio. So be uh, aware of that as you are filming content and, and, and trying to engage. Edit it. Yep. Six by nine. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's a doozy, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. And that's where y'all can find me. Yeah, make sure you hit us up, uh, SLC Network as well. You can hit me up at Dig Game on Twitter or in Dig Game ISU on IG. And we will be back in two weeks. All right, peace.